A new generation has emerged in the earth. A seed in the ground has been sprouting, yet all around everything looked dead. Like the ground has closed every crack that the fragile seedling requires to sprout, out of the unseen to the seen, out of the death stage with resurrection power. But when the Kairos moment is announced, not even the concrete pavement can stop that seedling from pushing through. The trumpet has sounded, and that sound has hit the core of the earth. A new generation has emerged. A generation prepared and released by the heavens. Feared and hated in hell, yet the world does not recognize, neither is it ready for us. A generation coming from the wilderness of the word, where we have learnt how to die to our carnal ambitions, and embrace the mandate of our Creator. A generation who have overcome the temptations that appeal to the lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh and pride of life. Our sword is soiled with the blood of our crucified flesh, and desires of the flesh. A generation that has gone through our valleys, and made a decision to join the remnant. A new generation alive in Christ has emerged. A generation whose natural appetite was long overtaken, by the spiritual appetite that declares. My food is to do the will of he who sent me and to finish his work. The king's food and wine is not what entices us, but we choose to eat that which proceeds from the mouth of God. In a world of varied options, we are the generation with a singular sight. We have locked eyes with Christ. The author and finisher of our faith men and women who have made a covenant with our eyes. A new generation fiercely committed to the word of God has emerged. A generation who know that our lives are worth the blood of the Lamb, therefore we cannot be bought with any position, nor sold for any price. We have eaten of his flesh, and drank of his blood, therefore we can confidently say, it is not I who live but Christ in me the hope of glory. A generation that does not take lightly, the greatest event in human history, the cross. We know, it is because of the finished work of Christ on the cross, that we emerge in this season, to establish kingdom lifestyle in the earth. A new generation birthed on the cross has emerged. A generation with the Isaka dimension is here, we know what Kairos we are in, and what we ought to do. The heavenly assignment is all we are here for, to become the interface between heaven and the earth. Downloading all that heaven wants installed on the earth. Heaven looked down for a man who would stand in the gap for the nations, and this generation, in one voice answered. We are here. And are willing to be misunderstood for our faith, rejected for our boldness and courage, and persecuted for holding on to the word. For the joy set before us, we are willing to be identified with Christ. A new fearless generation has emerged. We might not be perfect. Our past might try to haunt us. The enemy will try to stop us using any available vessel, but, like a pilot about to take off, we are announcing, we are committed, no turning back. From the north, south, east and west, behold, a new generation, who will bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. A new generation has emerged, backed by the heavenly host, with a trumpet sounding. Let God arise and all his enemies be scattered. A new generation that has no color, no race, no gender, and no status has emerged. The Ecclesia has emerged. We are the Cyrus community. Hello 
and welcome to the Cyrus community. This is Business Unusual. We continue with our very enlightening conversation on the laws in the Bible. And you know what? We said that when you talk of the law, this is where the church stops. This is where the bus just decides it's not moving because we do not understand the difference between the moral laws, the ceremonial laws, and of course today we are talking about the civil law. Yes. The lack of understanding mm -hmm. that there are different laws yes. is what brings those debates. Yes. Now we're starting with the civil law and we want to understand yes. what is and if you're joining us on this one, mm -hmm. please go to the last oh, one. Yes. Otherwise, we will lose you. Yes. You'll not know what we are talking about. <laughs> and let's just say, like, the way you say that the moral law was basically, God gave us what is called an everlasting law. Now, God is eternal, meaning he pre-exists, he post-exists, anything. Yes. But he gives us everlasting laws and some lasting laws. Okay. Okay. <laughs> everlasting, <laughs> meaning from the day we get that law, or from the day the everlasting law is made available, mm. it is going to be permanent. So okay. the moral law is an everlasting law. The moral law. Okay. There's a way to break it down so that today we don't get lost. The ceremonial law was a seasonal law. So the season ended, it's no longer applicable. Now we're entering the civil law. The civil law is huge and massive because the civil law is, apl is applied depending on where you are. Mm. Mm, okay. Right. So the civil law, the way it was carried out within the context of Israel may not be necessarily how you'll carry it out in your environment, yet you will not change its order. Mm -hmm. It's very important to say that. Okay. In other words, if I, if I say something like salary, different meanings, different countries, mm -hmm. but it remains the same thing. It is paying someone for what they did. Okay. But then within that same word, there could be levels. Okay. You know the difference? So civil law is where we get the term civilization from. Mm. Lifestyle, how we live. Mm. So the civil law primarily dealt with person-to-person -person relationships. Okay. Okay? So civil law, so God is telling you, this is your character, my character that you're supposed to operate like. This is how you're supposed to be. While I'm waiting to show you the truth, this is the ceremonies I gave you. But now, even within that context, this is how you will live in that land. Mm. There are ways to live in the land. So civil laws were powerful because they covered everything in life. When I say everything, I'm talking about now things. Mm. Mm. Right? So we're talking about relationships. We're okay. talking about laws of science, laws of farming, agriculture, geography, anything that governs life but it was built on our lives mm. in relationship with creation so civil law is interaction with creation that's powerful day-to-day -day life yes including everything family to economy everything to how you handle animals yes. to biological <laughs> to scientific laws to gravity basically what is god saying the land you're entering into I designed it to work by certain laws. Yes. And I will give you the keys to make those laws work for you. Can we go back to that? Because I think that's where we miss it. Yes. That when God created man, yes. he put principles in place. Absolutely. He put laws in yes. place. There's a way he says, listen, if you do this, be sure it might not come back to you today. Yes. But it will. Yes. There is a law in place. Exactly. So this is not something to say, by the way, do you know that person cast me? Uh -huh. There's no cast. No. <laughs> if no. you did this, yes. this will happen. That's a there is a law. Yes. So when you look at these, there are uh, laws that uh, touch on social, yes. on food, on Listen, health. You can call these laws principles. Okay. You can call them sciences. Mm. You can call them what you want to call them. Yes. What you're basically saying is they are measurable. Mm. 
We can measure them. If you apply one, you get this result. If you apply another, you get this result. That's why even in Genesis, you see something very simple. The Bible says, and the Lord caused every plant to grow. Who caused? God. The Lord. But now man must sow a seed mm. for God to cause the ground to grow. Okay, go again. <laughs> even though it is God who initiated yes. the plant and them growing. Yes. Now man has to take over. Exactly. Now you don't sit in the world waiting for God. Thank you. There's a law in. in the soil called uh, germination. Okay, that's a law. You don't see it, but it's there. Hmm. When you put seed in the ground, why does it grow? Because once seed arrives in the ground, the law of germination hmm. kicks in. I think this is the law because we've talked about moral, we've yes. talked about ceremonial. Yes. I think this particular one we are discussing today yeah. is where people get into debate. Exactly. Where somebody comes and says, are you telling me yes. because now somebody is sick, if you pray, yes. they will be well. You see? Those are the questions. This is where those exactly. questions come. Exactly. The law of health. Exactly. Then somebody else says, so you're telling me, uh -huh. even though it has not rained, Isaac, you want to sow in the famine. There you go. And you're telling me it will grow. There you go. Then that, this is the, part, the, the place where people call you yes. senseless. There you go. Where they say you Does that make sense? You know? oh, and the senseless means it is not proven within their law. Yes. You understand? So this is where even scientists yeah, will fight yeah, you. Yeah. That's, a, that's the thing. Okay. The other day I was telling you a story about science, about evolution and creation. Okay. And I was showing her a clip about one of the top atheists in the world. Top, historically. And he was asked the question that if, has he ever heard of DNA? He said yes. Mm -hmm. He said, was he, well, do, you, do you believe that DNA has coding in it? He said yes. That means it has a language. Mm -hmm. So far, so yes. good. He's loving the science. He says, okay. <laughs> Now, question. If I showed you um, writings, okay, we're different people. I'm African, so today if you show me writings of Japan, do you realize I don't understand a thing on that writing, mm -hmm. but I know it's a language? Yes. Right? Even you know, but you cannot interpret it, okay? But I know it's a language, a language yes. meaning for it to be written, it comes from a language. Mm -hmm. For it to come from a language, there is intelligence that can arrange it. Okay. So the writing did not come before the language. All right. <laughs> the language came before the writing. Yes. Somebody wrote it. Okay. That means there has to be mm. a person. Whenever there is design, whenever there is order, there yes. must be personality, intelligence. Okay. So that's so. If DNA exists and it's in everything, do you believe that such order cannot have come just from a big bang? At least. Because bang doesn't create order. Intelligence does. He says, yeah, it is possible. And that's an amazing thought. It is possible. But you know, a very advanced alien society may have come and taught us language. He still has to use the word alien. Listen to that statement. Okay. That, is, that is his highest acknowledgement of God. Hmm. Whether he likes it or not. In yes. other words, there are laws beyond laws, but if the laws exist, somebody put them there. And I like what you, what what you are discussing before this conversation, where yes. we said there are laws that are in operation. Yes, we don't understand them, but yes. we accept them. Simple. There are things <laughs> of the kingdom you will not understand, but you need to accept them. That's because it. most of the time we say, okay, are you telling me if I do this, my life will change like this? For yes. example, in oneness, you're mm -hmm. telling me in marriage, if we work. Walk in uh, yes. oneness, yes. in agreement, this thing, will work. this thing will change. 
And we say yes. Now, I don't understand it. You don't have to. You need to accept. Because some of the laws that are kingdom laws, yeah. we've not even come to a place of understanding. But you know what? We know. We accept. The same way I accept that the earth goes around the sun. Yes. I seriously can't come and break it down to you how it works and how it doesn't. Uh, the earth doesn't get tired. But I know one thing. I accept it. Yes. The yeah. principle is this. You don't always need to understand a law. Mm -hmm. But you need to understand what you need to do for the mm -hmm. law to work for you. Say it again, please. Say it again. Yeah. You don't need to understand the law. Yes. But you need to understand what you need to do for the law to work for you. Mm. Why? Because the laws were put here before you were. You mm. did not come before them. Therefore, you will not so, understand it. I might not understand gravity. But I need you. to understand how to work with that law so it works for me. Simple. You jump. Something will happen. Simple. So what do I need to do for that law to work for exactly. me? Exactly. Okay. So under civil law, yes. if you go to the book of Leviticus, you will find them in the book of Deuteronomy. Mm -hmm. There were now, under civil law, there were laws. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. So there were social laws. This covered property, inheritance, mm -hmm. marriage, divorce. If you go into Leviticus, you will find... There were stories, this is how divorce has to be carried I out. Know, I remember there's a time we were having a conversation on this one and you yes. said, when you're building your house, you yes. must have a parapet. And, and you're like, okay, wait. Scripture. Why did God have to tell somebody that? Yes. I mean, these are some of the they things were designed, they're talking about. Yeah, the, the, there were construction laws. Okay. Given you by God. <laughs> God created us. He's brought <laughs> us into a land and he tells you the land is mine. Yes. Now, I have laws, I have principles of how you need to live in that exactly. place. Exactly. These are the laws. True. I think there were the inheritance laws. Yeah. If you have time, you will see. There was the law of inheritance of the first one. Hmm. Who got half his father's income, yes. the rest of the family shared. shared the Not other half. because he was preferred, but because the firstborn was going to replace the father. Hmm. So, lest anybody else gets into trouble, he has enough to recover them. Yes. God never created. Now, please understand. Every civil law was anchored in moral law. Mm. Remember, we talked about moral laws, and we said, "Listen, yes. this is about these eternal laws that will yes. not change. Yes. That God did not want you to live with your fellow human, yes. and you know, when you walk with them, exactly. you're being unfair and exactly. just. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why these laws are also under the same scripture. Yes. Some scriptures call them the judgments. Mm -hmm. Alright? Yes. The judgments. Meaning how judicial issues were settled. Mm. So when the elders sat down to settle a matter, they would look at the property law or the inheritance law, but they would make a decision based on its connection to the moral law. Mm. This worked. So when you talk of the civil laws, you yes. cannot separate them from no, moral, moral laws. No. Because if you notice what you are saying here is, no matter how you deal with your fellow man, yes. you cannot remove God. Yes. So you can't say, guys, let's put God aside here. This yes. man owes me. Exactly. This man needs to do this. I need to take exactly. his property. And listen, you have to bring the moral law in your dealing exactly. with your fellow man, no matter what he has no done. No matter. And let, yes. me, let me take a specific one called okay. divorce. Okay. To show you how when we remove God from divorce, we hmm. make it a very evil thing. Mm. When we bring back the moral order, divorce is understood. Mm. The Pharisees came to test Jesus and the argument was, should we divorce our wives or not? Moses allowed, allowed us. us. Meaning Moses established a civil law okay. concerning divorce. divorce. Yes. Are we okay? okay? But Jesus corrects them and says, listen, Moses gave you that law you want mm -hmm. because of the wickedness of your <laughs> heart. Meaning, Moses made a wise decision anchored in moral law yes. 
so that your wickedness mm. can be put in check. This was the principle. The law on its own was based on a principle. Every law God gave was not for punishment, but for to keep you away from something. Mm -hmm. The law without the spirit is deadly. And also when Moses was talking about divorce and saying you can give a certificate of divorce, yes. the men now were stoning, they were That's killing the their principle. wives. Yes. So that they can marry again because exactly. you could not marry when this one was still alive. That was the principle. Yeah. Because the law had been interpreted to mean because men were supposed to be representing God with a pure heart. Okay. It was understood that if a man writes, uh, if a woman commits adultery, Right, the man could say by his own word was enough evidence. Mm. All right, and that would be enough for her to be stoned to death. So, Moses, realizing that men had become wicked, mm. when they saw another beautiful woman they wanted to marry, because the law says, unless your wife is dead, dead they would create false accusations mm. so that the woman can be stoned Jeez. to death. That would free them to, to marry. marry. So Moses used moral order. It is not God's wish for any man to die. Murder is not God's concept. Mm -hmm. So I will give you divorce, which allows you to write a bill of divorce. What was Moses doing? Saving lives. Mm. So when you hear Moses saying, you can give her a certificate of yes. divorce yes. instead of stoning her. Simple. Now the women of the day yes. would come and tell you, listen, I love God. Yeah. Because God intervened yes. where we were being stoned exactly. because of even there was no cause at all. There you go. All right. So God comes in and says, listen, yes. Moses, allow these people exactly to give a certificate of divorce and allow her to go absolutely instead of killing her yes. now if you now rewind your understanding yes. of why moses allowed divorce yes. you'll come and say it was not so from the beginning That's but because of that. the wickedness Thank of you. men moses allowed it exactly now why did he allow it to save the lives of these that's women it. now do you see moral law coming into yeah. place so that's how the civil law of scripture was lined up with moral, moral law. Yes. And you will see how that comes in. Mm. Say property, for example. Property could be taken in terms of because somebody owes you. Yes. All right? But there's a law that said after 50 years you revert it to the family. Why? Because God, when he allows certain things to happen because of men's errors, there was always, it had to always be anchored in moral law. Yes. For example, we'll come to some of the economic laws and you'll see how important they were. Okay. Now, let's take another set of laws, food laws. Mm. There were laws on hygiene. Okay. You must wash your hands. Mm -hmm. You must. And you, you don't see, eat this. You exactly. Eat, yeah. The problem with the Pharisees, they turned a civil law to a ceremonial one. Mm. Okay. So they had said to Jesus, why do your disciples not wash their hands before they eat? Listen, this was a civil law. You're now turning it into a to ceremonial. ceremonial. You've made it a ritual mm. instead of what it was meant to be. Why? When you have a million plus people in the wilderness moving. Hygiene is important. Mm. Washing hands is a matter of life and, and death, death yes. as we discovered. Mm -hmm. Did we not? Yes. During COVID? <laughs> yeah. If we had followed these laws, COVID would not have had such a ravage. Mm. Because yeah. if you go and see Leviticus, they had a quarantine law. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is under health. Yes. So food and health. Mm. So food had to be clean in a particular way. They were told which foods to eat, which foods were clean, which foods were 
unclean. So today there are some people who would be standing on the pulpit yes. to tell people you must do your food like this and before you eat you have to do this and you must do this. Not knowing, now you are taking the civil exactly. into the ceremony. Exactly. And that's where the confusion comes. Mm -hmm. And that's why we are saying that if you can separate, when you understand that there are three different kinds of laws, yes. for the, so the word law is being used on yes. all of them. Yes. But separate, which one are let's, you talking about? Yeah, let's take a food law. Okay. The, the reason the Middle Eastern people, the Jews, and probably the Muslims did not eat pork. Why was the pig called unclean? Mm -hmm. Why were so many animals called unclean? In fact, listen, there are people who won't eat pork, but they'll eat crabs. <laughs> liar, liar. It's because you don't understand. They're in the same family. What the principle behind this? Yeah, they're in the same family. Mm -hmm. Oh, but I won't eat lobster. I won't eat this. I won't I'll eat Please this. Please say this. what you mean by the same family. Yes. So somebody doesn't ask you. In school, you were not all pork and uh, I mean pigs and now crabs. Now let me explain to show you that we said all God's laws <laughs> were even scientific, right? Okay. And biological, they covered anything. Yes. Now, when God created animals, he created some clean and some unclean. Now, your ceremonial mind has already categorized them based on the unwanted and wanted. Demonic. Demonic and, and spiritual. They <laughs> yes. are no spiritual animals. Yes. Right? They are no good or bad animals. Mm. God created unclean animals himself. Why? Noah is told, take two of every unclean, meaning I want to be sure they can reproduce. Mm. Why does God want them in the earth? Because the unclean animal is God's cleaner. In other words, the scavengers. If the scavengers don't clean, disease would be rampant. So these are unclean yes. because they clean. They clean. The they have the capacity mm -hmm. to carry what is diseased and not be harmed. Mm -hmm. They have the highest immunity. That is why they eat carcasses. Okay. So if you talk of a vulture, for example, yes. it's supposed to be cleaning. Yes, it's supposed to be cleaning your national park. Okay. When animals die, it comes and eats them so that the disease does not spread. So that is unclean animal yes. that you should not eat yes. because it is eating animals and other uh, things that at are, a diseased that level. Are dis yes, and it is it is the only one God gave the immunity mm -hmm. system yeah. that can clean that up. So pig is in hung. that category. Pig, bats. Mm -hmm. Go and check the list in the Bible. Now the reason that why why do we eat pigs today? What happened? Because then the pigs that we were being told not to eat were wild. And then the ones they were not domestic. Now, they are domesticated. They could, the pigs were also cleaners. <laughs> that means they ate everything. Everything and their immune system could carry. So it. the ones we have today that are domesticated you choose and what they are already eat. in an environment that they are cho you choose what to feed them. Those ones, even if you release them to the world, they tell you, excuse me. They'll die. We don't eat this. Yes. We are refuse. used to a menu. Exactly. <laughs> that's why we can that's eat That's a principle. Yeah. So even today, when, when, they, when they come and take um, lobsters and whatever, whatever, they clean them. Hmm. And if they're not cleaned properly, they'll make you sick. You see the principle? They are so in those days, okay. nobody knew where it had been. Okay. Every major disease that has been released in the earth, forget the conspiracies, are based on, on violating the food laws of God. Mm. Bats are the same. The places where Ebola breaks out, check carefully. Bat is a diet. Mm. Just check those kind of things. Those major diseases, you can always track them to, to a violation of a certain food laws. So, so if you disobeyed God's law, you are not going to hell. Mm. You are going to have a living hell. 
and that's why maybe that's somebody it. will be like okay i eat pork yes of course we do yes but uh i also eat pork where i know where it's from exactly I'm not pork that has been cleaning the exactly. streets exactly yeah. and that was the principle yeah so if you understand that those were the food laws were if we knew the food laws the minute covid broke out what was the next thing quarantine mm-hmm. So when the governments bring quarantine, they say they are fighting the church. No, they are obeying God. Oh, let's talk about health laws. <laughs> so everything. If you go and read Leviticus, you even yeah. find how to cook. Mm. There are actually specifics. Yeah. And what to cook with what, what to not mix with what. It's there. And even how to stop. Mm. Health laws had everything. Like menstruation. Okay. The laws were there. Mm. A woman must be away from people because in those days, menstruation would be contamination. Mm. Now we've improved in our technology. A woman does not need to be removed from among people. Yeah. But if you find a weird, mad, ceremonial priest, he'll tell you when your wife is in menstruation, she should sleep in another room. Yeah, it happens. It happens because yeah. they are still stuck in the law. Skin disease, the mm. Bible talks about how to handle it. Contamination, all those things, how to keep health, it was in the laws. Mm. This is how you will live in the land. Okay? And that is what we sometimes we ask here. Yeah? Yes. You find even just a normal flu. Yes. You come to church, somebody has flu, but because they were told that Sunday is holy and you must come to church, this person doesn't know they're supposed to stay home. Then you're supposed to stay home. You cannot come to, to church quarantined. with you and say we have faith. It's not about having faith. It's about quarantine. Where you say, I'm going to be here because I don't want to pass this on. And if I do, can I have my mask on? Let me say something here. Faith works in partnership with God's civil laws, yes. not in confrontation with them. Because mm, now we are confronting. I cannot miss church because I have flu. Listen, if you have that much faith that you cannot miss church, you should not have gotten flu in the first place. God is God. <laughs> Can we agree? Yes. God is giving the Levites laws in the Holy of Holies. Mm. Can we agree? Mm. He's saying if somebody is sick, quarantine them. And is he, he not is God? with them. In the is he not the healer? He, they could see the fire Thank and you. the cloud. He was with them. Their presence yes. was with them. Yes. But he says if you get this, yes. quarantine. Exactly. So guys, when God intervenes mm. and supernaturally heals you, it's not a law. I'll say that again. Mm. Mm. When God steps into a scenario, and heals you supernaturally. The reason we can't replicate it is because it's not a law. Wow. The reason we try to teach it and it doesn't work is because it's not a law. That's why we call it a miracle. It's a sovereign <laughs> act, act of God. Of God. Yeah. So when you talk about laws here, yes. let's talk about economic laws because this is where another place where we stop the bus. And the driver says, I'm not moving until I understand. <laughs> what is this law here we are talking about? Okay. The Old Testament, yes. the New Testament. Let's yes. talk about economic laws. Economic laws. Mm-hmm were part and parcel of productivity and profit. But here's the thing. If you go into such economic laws, under that you will find loans. You will find trade. You will find wages. You will find profit. You will also find offerings. You will also find debt. You will also find tithes. They are all under the economic laws. Now, this one is crucial to us because if you ask us what is TCC's environmental function mm. economic laws yeah if I was to get a degree in kingdom what is your <laughs> degree in kingdom economic law kingdom economic law is very different from earthly economic law yes now what does that mean and let me take contention type let me just walk you through it okay under the laws of economic productivity there was a principle one 
And I want to show you how the church behaves. Eh? We take pieces, menus of the law and throw them around and expect something to happen. There was a law that said by saying because they were farming people, it meant if you do not sow, you will not harvest. Is that a law? Yes. Yes. So you take seed, you plant it. Who gives increase? God. Hmm. The earth produces. My, while it's doing that, once you sowed, you don't go home. You know, we have this behavior that we normally say, once you sow, you go and sit. Where? <laughs> Ask any farmer. Okay, let's go back before you go on. I'm seeing a partnership between heaven and earth. Yes. So there's a seed, Yes. but there's a law. There's a law. So you don't just wake up and decide, you know what, I have seed, I know they will grow. No. no there's a law that makes them yeah, grow. Which determines... You might... Yes. Yeah? Sorry, determined the season of the seed. Okay. So, just go on. I was just saying the okay. law determined so, the season. I'm saying that there's this law of yes. the seed yes. and the harvest. Yes. But in between, there's, there's heaven. Thank you. Alright? Heaven stepping into the earth. Yes. Now, we cannot sit and say we planted and with our prayers, with our speaking, hmm. with our good works and with our everything, it made that seed grow. Yes. No. That's where heaven steps in mm -hmm. and tells you there are principles yes. and law in the earth. Yes. That will cause that seed to grow. Yes. You don't know what to do. Now, you don't even know, understand that exactly. law. Exactly. Yeah? Now let's apply that law okay. in those days. You have sowed your seed. Rain is coming. Yes. There's a time when you're going to have to prune weeds. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm. If you are a big farmer, you will hire people. Okay. You have to pay them. There was a law. Okay. In fact, scripture says, mm -hmm. do not let the sun go down before, before you pay your laborer for their depending on it. Mm -hmm. So you'll do that. Okay. You'll continue, continue till the day of harvest. In the day of harvest, you will call laborers. They will work in your harvest. You, I'm showing you the laws were complete. Mm. When you did that, there was another law that said that while you're collecting your harvest, leave some things in the field for the poor. Yes. So we are covering even arms. Are you seeing one economic cycle? Yeah. When you get that coming out, take the first fruit. Mm. We're still in the same law. Mm. And we take it to God. Different story. Take your tithe and take it to the priest. Now, what was the principle here? Mm -hmm. What was the tithe for in this whole process called economic law? It began by God saying, in the land I am taking you to, you yes. will prosper. Mm -hmm. So who sent you? God. Who, who gave, gave you the, the land? land? God. Who gave you seed to plant? God. You followed the economic laws that bring productivity. Mm -hmm. Okay? You made sure all obligations were met. Whoever needed to be paid, whoever needed to do what, were done. You got your harvest. You didn't grow anything. God did his part. Okay. You got your harvest. When you got your harvest, you know why you took the tithe. Guys, let's settle the tithe for once. Simple. Instead of all the big stories. <laughs> it was your acknowledgement of the source. That it is God. This is proof to me. God brought me. That's why if you read, it says when you go that day before the priest, you will say, the Lord, I'm paraphrasing, has brought me into a good, good land, land, not just land. Mm -hmm. And this is of my harvest. So the tithe was acknowledging God is the one who gave you this cycle of economic order. So in terms of everything there, nothing there was ceremonial. Mm -hmm. Do we still work? Do we, do still, we still produce? Do we still get? Do we pay bills? Do we end up with profit? Therefore, it cannot be the law. So let's go back to this uh, cycle again. Yes. If I have a seed, yes. I say, fine, 
God has given me a seed. Mm-hmm. Now, when I put this seed in the ground, yes. it's like I step out. Mm-hmm. And you must see this for you in mm-hmm. our day to day. Where you've done something and yeah. it's like now the seed is in the ground, mm-hmm. I step out. Mm-hmm. How that seeds, seed grows yes. in the ground, yes. how it changes from a small seed into a tree, into mm-hmm. leaves, and the leaves start coming out. Mm-hmm. There I leave to God. Yes. I cannot take credit for the movement of that seed exactly. in the earth. Exactly. That seed grows. Now, yes. when it gets out of the uh, seed, uh, out of the ground, yes. I come in again, I step yes. in. And that's why you're told to weed. Yes. And that's why you're told to cultivate. Yes. That's why you're told to keep the ground. Make sure you keep this plant Very for well. it to bring to a place of. Yes. Now, when it starts growing and brings forth fruit, yes. you have nothing to do with it. There you go. The fruit, you planted one seed, yes. but that one tree or that one plant has how many exactly. fruit out of it? That is God. Yeah. Meaning God, it's like you're stepping in and stepping out and God steps in and steps out to yeah. allow you to do your part. Yes. Now when the fruit comes, you didn't do anything about exactly. it. But there's fruit now. Yes. This fruit I now say it's time for harvest. I step in again. Now it's yes. not God. God will not come and harvest for you. I step in again and I harvest. Yes. When I harvest, God steps out and yeah. God says, let me watch you now. Simple. Simple. He's done his part. Let He's me watch co- what you he do now. After this. his <laughs> word. That's what I mean. For us when we talk these things, he w- say, you once know we saw that, it settled it. It settles Second you. Thing. God steps so out. So the true Forget all the noise. Okay. Forget all the explosions and the arguments for, against, pre, net. Okay. Let's get to the rubber. Okay. When you struggle with tithe, hmm. you cannot track God as your source. Hmm. Period. This is a farmer who thinks I, I did, did irrigation. Yeah. I'm the one who it's irrigated. I'm the one who looked for workers. Yes. I'm the one who even bribed to get that fertilizer. I'm go. the one who even way, cut a shortcut Simple. to do this. It is me. That's Therefore, it. I don't see God in this. Yeah. That's why I cannot tithe. Why? Exactly. Because I don't see God's part. But if I see God's part in what I do, if yes. I can sit back and say, listen, I did not understand how. Yes, yes I'm working. I'm the one who is going to work in the morning. At what point do I, I say, don't see God this is God, there. this is me. That's We're in it. partnership with God. But there are some people yes. who are solo. Yeah. They are okay alone. Exactly. And, and so <laughs> this is the principle. And, and I'll give you, this should solve it for anybody. Okay. Because you know when you want to get into all the semantics, the ceremonial, was there, the, when was the tithe brought? Was mm. it the third? Forget all the ceremony. Mm-hmm. The principle of the tithe was simple. Abraham comes from where? From fighting. Okay. He says, who gave me victory? The God of heaven and earth. And, earth. and he gives a tithe. Simple. Who gave you victory? Mm. Mm. Primary issue. Who fought? Abraham. Whose sub, the servants also threw their spears yes. and whatever else they yes. did. Abraham could have said, yes. my friend. He didn't say God fought my for him. My strong army. Yes. Mm-mm. He said, God. who gave me victory? I fought, meaning there's a part I played. But, but God. God gave me victory. Guys. That's the principle. <laughs> so this is what I say. Many believers, this is how you live. To you, ministers are suggestors. <laughs> we suggest things. Okay. We give you some ideas. Okay. You pick some, you ignore some. <laughs> you go look for another one, and you, you pick and paste, pick and paste what you like. You have not clarity on what worked. Mm. Okay. Yeah. In fact, because of that, you know it is you. It's your power. It's your energy. It's yes. your power. Your everything. So once you've done that, when the economy comes back, it is yours. Mm-hmm. When it is yours, you choose. So in fact, you say, "My tithe." See, I it is do. yours. Not God's. Yes. Your tithe. I'll give the poor. 
My tithe, I'll give that nini. My tithe, because pastors, pastors are not good. Let me tell you, the reality is simple. In fact, in Kenya at this point in time, it's a bad they have type. such a bad name, <laughs> they are even starving people to exactly. death. Exactly. So what do you do? You take that one man, one, yeah. and you blanket every other no. pastor under him. He is a blanket of every pastor now. He's not, no. He's your perfect excuse mm. for what you want to do. Mm. Simple. So what do you do? This is what you do. I know I work. This is my strategy, my project, my work, my work, my work. Now I have my income. Yeah. But I love God. So, because God here, you never know. Things might go bad. Let me also give here, give here, give here. So you do not... Why? Because you cannot connect to a source that God was part of what you did. Mm. Because to you, ministers are here to give you opinions. You can debate them, by the way. Mm. You can query them. You can even teach them theology. Now <laughs> we have bloggers teaching us theology mm. and telling us where the word should come from and all those things. And ultimately, notice only one thing that they are all fighting. Economy. Mm. They're not fighting morality. They're not fighting order. They're not fighting anything. Now, this is how you must query yourself. If you live by God's economic law, it means I can track my productivity from God and the environment I worked in. Mm. If I can, I have no debate because I understand the source. God may mm -hmm. have used an individual to bring me that law, yeah. but it is God's law. law. And so that's why it says, in that day you'll find the priest in, office. in the place I choose to place my, my name. name. Yes. Meaning, per season in life, there is a place God has put his name concerning you. you. And there's a priest in office. That priest can be anywhere, as far okay. as I'm concerned. He can be on the internet, he can be whatever. The issue is not where he is. And not, neither is it your preference. Mm. I like this one. I don't like that one. Mm. This one offends me. This one amuses me. No, I can track my productivity mm. from that source. Mm. That becomes the simple key for you. Otherwise, and I know people say, go read the Bible for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. I agree with you. Let me tell you how. <laughs> if you can read the Bible for yourself, and you can find this truth for yourself, and you can be productive by the truth for yourself, I suggest tithe to yourself. Hmm. I think this debate of tithes and offering <laughs> and all this and yes. you see when like for example what I'm saying about Kenya right now yes. if one person does something that is so crazy that even the church is wondering how do we even intervene here now yes. even you, how do you even pray for such a person yep. the only prayer you pray is God may the government not miss their part in That's this it. one you know yes. but you feel like saying listen why do you take one person and blanket every other pastor and go. when you finish with the case there were people who are starving there were people who are dead there people who are buried and are now coming out. no that story ends and it comes up to pastors. money money and pastors you've left money. the dead yes now it's pastors and money yeah yes and i didn't see you contribute to those families that are suffering because mm. mm. you're so concerned yeah no 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 your hate for what represents god is higher than your reality for what you're dealing with. And that is why we keep saying, in TCC we always tell people, if you cannot track God in what you're doing, be free, don't tithe, don't yes. give. Don't give at don't. any because you can't track God. Yes. What is our interest? It's for you to wake up and say, listen, I put in a seed, I got in a tree. I yes. just can't tell you how. That I, don't that I can't understand. But my tree bringing in that fruit, I can only attribute it to God. If I can't, you're free. Do not feel guilty. Move on. That's it. Move on. That's it. And that's when you're talking about the economic law and yes. talking about loans. Let's talk about yes. loans. Yes. What does the Bible say about loans? In fact, now you want to open a seminar. <laughs> a little, just brief. In scripture, 
A debt wasn't a debt until you failed to pay. Mm-hmm. But debts were not taken for consumption. Mm-hmm. They were taken to be multiplied. So a loan should only be because you're going to produce, not because you're paying a debt. Mm-hmm. Paying a debt has a different law. So here you cannot say, I'm taking a loan yes. to go and pay somebody I owe or my rent is, you've, I have arrears here up. or I have arrears in school. You can't take a debt. You violated the economic law already. Okay. By just changing the name. Hmm. You understand? Yeah. What you're borrowing cannot be for paying debts. Hmm. You are borrowing so that you can produce so that you Multiply can pay debt. So that you can pay debt. You get the difference? Wow. So that's a law all by itself. Listen, the economic laws are part and parcel of TCC. Mm. After this season we are speaking, we'll get back into the economic laws. And yes. there are many and they are vast. Yes. But very briefly, I want to touch on another one that is called wages. Did okay. you know there was a law in Israel about how you pay people? And it, it, if you didn't pay them as you should, it was called defrauding them. Mm. What we now call fraud. <laughs> what we now call for one one people yes. are stealing. No, no, no. The first fraud mm. was if you didn't pay people the value of their wages. Mm. It says God hates an unbalanced scale. So when you say that, uh, you know what, my business, I'm doing this, but I want to get workers from that place because, because that is cheap cheapest. labor. Cheap labor mm-hmm. is not a kingdom order. It's not. You can take good labor and make great profit. Mm. What is the difference? Yeah. It looks cheap, it's not. Meaning the Laborer is worthy of his, of his wages. wages. That law doesn't apply only to the highest paid. Mm. Mm. It is a law on the entire spectrum. Every laborer mm. is worthy of their wage. And that is where we go to homes and ask ourselves. We yes. always call we call them now domestic managers. Yes. The house help. Yes. This person who is taking care of your home uh-huh. when you're not there, or maybe sometimes you're there. Yes. How do you pay them? Yeah. What are the wages? Yes. When do you pay them? Equal to the work they are doing is, is the. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. The Bible says the laborer is worthy of his wages. wages. I want to ask you a different question. Mm-hmm. Are your wages worth your laborers? Mm-hmm. So it. when you're paying, when you're setting wages for your yes. laborers, what dictates that activity? Is it the word or the world? Because the world tells you get cheap labor. No, no. Listen. You want kingdom profit, but mm. you want to pay worldly wages. Mm. 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 The model doesn't work like that. Yeah. One works with the other. Yes. If you're going to go kingdom economic law, then go everything. Kingdom. This law was so serious that they covered every dimension. In fact, there was a law about poverty. Did you know that even though you give to the poor or you give, you were never allowed to give in a manner that made you poor? It was illegal. Please explain that one. That one happens in the church. Yes, you were not, you 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 were not allowed to take from somebody in a manner that made them poor. You okay. could not receive that. Mm. That is a violation in the church today. Yes, you were not allowed to mm. because you're supposed to give to the poor, not take from the poor. Mm. Mm. So when, when when you give when you take from the poor, and I know we use this scripture, Elijah and the widow. Mm. She profited from her giving. Mm. <laughs> Immediately, not, not in the future. She did not uh, depreciate. No. God multiplied what he had. In fact, he said, wow. go and make as she made it multiplied. Mm. Please notice. Yes. She didn't give him. He ate. He was full. He spent a few days and then it multiplied. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No. As she's giving in her him. action to give, it multiplied. So he multiplied what he asked her to eat. So when you talk about economic laws, yes. and of course, again, another thing here, we talk about trade. Yes. Kingdom, people must work. Exactly. Can you say that? Yes. 
And then let me say again, just something here because I want to get out of this one. Yes. You could not give more in, in generosity mm. than a fifth of what you own. Say again. It was a law. <laughs> say again. <laughs> if I have 500, mm -hmm. I should not, and that's all I have, in all I own. I should not give. In other words, God did not envision a giving that impoverishes the giver. Mm. In simple terms. Because I think that's why the church has reached where it is. Where yes. people come and say, I have given and given and given. And no. this person who is giving and giving, they're diminishing in exactly. their life, in their lifestyle, exactly. in the way their families live. Yes. Yeah. Why? Because in God's order, hmm. giving came out of productivity. Hmm. So God rooted you to produce before he rooted you to give. So now we've changed it to we give out of lack, yes. not, of, not out of abundance. Thank you. So when I give out of luck, is yes. where I end up, because uh, this is not a, a kingdom economic law. It will not work for you. And that's why somebody wonders, why have I been giving? Where is this God? You people talk about giving and they're yes. like, no, you're giving out of luck, yes. not out of abundance. So when we come to a place of saying what, why do you tithe? You tithe because you have increased. Exactly. You tithe because you have grown. Exactly. You tithe because you have seen God step into your life and change your economic Law, uh, status. Yes, and guys, it's hard to believe that yeah. this is how God structured it. Mm -hmm. Even the Proverbs we like quoting, it says, Honor the Lord with your increase, uh, with your tithes, and the fast food of your increase. Mm -hmm. Notice both of them come from increase. increase. So you cannot use that scripture from somebody who has got no increase. Our prayer is that anyone who tracks these conversations will grow economically because yes. that's what we are here for, to break the chains that hold you in bondage Absolutely. in Babylon, yeah. where you are sitting and you are saying, listen, what is the difference between me and someone who does not know God? Mm. There's no difference. I am suffering. I'm hustling. I'm crying. I'm yes. lacking. I'm in this same spot with people who don't know God. What's yes. the difference with you? And that is why when we say that in Babylon, when something happens, and I give another, uh, the same example like in Kenya right now, yes. you blanket every pastor there. And you're saying, listen, there are pastors out here who are saying, don't tithe <laughs> until you grow. Yes. Do not give. But your giving should be a thanksgiving, should yeah. be a gratitude that God used you to speak to me and my life has changed. Mm. But if your life has not changed, if you have not had a word that has shifted you from point A to point B, we are actually telling you, go back to the Father first, yes. not to your pockets. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's sad how sometimes we abuse the things that God has given us. Mm. And I want to keep some of the major conversations to the masterclass yes. when it comes to economic laws. Yeah. So those of you who are in the masterclass, expect some depth in this area. Oh, yes. We are going to <laughs> deep dive, bring your, your, your breathing gear, mm. <laughs> because it's important. Yes. Now, there was also agricultural law. Agricultural law. Did you know under the agricultural, agricultural law, GMO was not allowed. Mm. Mm. I can show you literal scriptures. Yes. God hates the mixture of seeds. Mm. Mm. Mixture means encoding to. Because when God made every seed, it was to produce after its own kind. Kind. You do not create a new kind. So now we are now interfering with creation. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why some people don't understand why from a kingdom standpoint, I will no. disagree yeah. with GMO. Why? Because GMO cannot produce seed. Hmm. Did you know that? GMO is a path to slavery. Of course. But this slavery is willing slaves. Listen, in God's word, seed is given. Okay. okay. Meaning, it is what will bring production. Hmm. In the GMO world, seed 
is sold. Hmm. Meaning, tomorrow, if you want to plant again, I must give you seed. They have become God. Hmm. Hmm. My prayer, may, it, may every GMO plant in Kenya die. Fail. <laughs> Kingdom. Because you need to about... Car- Listen, I have the power to speak into it because it does not have God's life in it. Yes. And when we talk about creation, when we say God said, let the earth bring forth plants. Yes. And they brought forth. And he said, listen, these ones, they will give birth after their own Own kind. kind. Which kind is GMO? When we don't stand up as the church and say, listen, there are some things we must come and say, this one is not of God. And you know what? Give us 20 years. We will go back to slavery. Only that this time, it is our children's children we are setting on that. We might not go through it. But there's somebody somewhere will become a slave. Because my friend, I'm holding the seed. You will do what I want. What is it that I'm taking you to? What is it that I am after? That I'm telling you, I will tie you into the seed of GMO. Where you'll be begging me for seed. How can God have given us seed? from creation hmm. and then now we say because there is hunger in the world no there is no hunger there's in the no world hunger. there is greed there is greed there are no countries today that are feeding their sheep or yes. throwing in the ocean yes. their rice absolutely there you say no there's hunger. hunger there's no no there's somebody who has said let's balance economy you know exactly. balancing economy, economy keeping them rich and keeping yes. these ones poor that's exactly. what they call balancing there's how? no hunger how does somebody control you africa when you have the greatest real estate on the earth for hmm. hunger why do you need seed from anywhere? We have our own seed. All this halubaloo about this is happening, we need, to, we need to import, we need to import. Guys, God didn't say import, he said grow. <laughs> and then we decided, Kenyans, I'm talking to you now. Okay. Is maize the only thing you can eat? <laughs> if you don't eat maize, will you die? <laughs> Maybe that's the other thing that there's a What if we don't eat maize at all and say we've taken it off the, the budget? Only thing. Yes. And that's what leads you to there's, this GMO story. Thank you. It's a bondage. Hmm. Until it's become a political slogan. Yeah. It's now a power tool. Guys, that's why we're going back to kingdom economy. We're going back to farming God's way. Mm. Did you know mm. that there's actual principles in the Bible on how to farm? And when we do, watch what we produce. And the food we produce wipes out disease. Mm. Yes. Everything was connected. When you talk about uh, agricultural law, yes. we are simply saying, listen, there are foods God said, if you have this kind yes. of disease and you eat this. That's it. So when I bring GMO, it cannot fight this disease. It, it brings down your immunity. So when you talk about, now we always say, and you'll hear people say, but our great grandmothers did not have these diseases. Oh, of yeah. course, they did not eat what you're eating. <laughs> so, and, let, and let me answer the clever scientists yeah? who tell us, but if you check GMO, there's nothing dangerous in it. Hmm totally agree. What was harmful about the serpent? <laughs> That's a good question. Nothing. Yeah. They had a conversation. Yeah. It's like saying, I am not a thief. I agree. But when I enter your house at night, I open the door. Mm. I don't have to steal. Mm. I've left the door for the enemy to come. Mm. GMO. No poison. Nothing. But it disarms your system. Mm. There's nothing in it that makes you sick, by the way. But it has left Listen, your doors open. We can eat all the GMO and we will never be sick. Okay. But you will see a rise in sickness and disease. Because the doors are Because open. what resisted those things have been disarmed. Mm. Guys, God Simple. said, listen, when I created the earth, he hmm. gave man and he told him, of all these, eat. Eat. And you know what? It will produce after its own kind. Exactly. Anyone else coming up with a new narrative, we have to question it. That's it. So there was famine. Yes. There was the issue of seasons. Yes. There was when to thresh, when to store, how to store, when not to store. All of those concepts existed. <laughs> there were laws. 
All right? Then there was military law. Yes. When to go to war? Mm-hmm. Who to go to war against? Who to fight? You don't who just wake not? up and decide no. it's time for war. <laughs> who not to fight? Yeah. And how to treat captives? Mm. Some captives were wiped out. Some were treated well. God had laws. Mm. Foreign relations. How do you answer? How do you handle foreigners among you? Go and check how many scriptures wow. say. When you do this, do this for those among you and the foreigners, foreigners. among you. I remember even when you talk about the cities of uh, Levites. Refugees. The, their cities, they were taking care of the widows, yes. the orphans, the destitute, and the foreigner. foreigner. God cared about the foreigner. There was a law. Wow. That's how clear. Governance. Laws on governance. Yeah. What is the structure? What is the qualification for leadership? God had it. Hmm. When God said to Moses, pick leaders, he gave him dynamics. This is how. This was the order. What is the structure of leadership? Today we have people who don't want leadership. <laughs> In fact, anywhere there's no freedom. The Holy Ghost will freedom. lead me. Hmm. Listen, you know how the Holy Ghost led? The Bible says, and God took the spirit he had put on Moses and put it on these leaders. He did not put the spirit in the people. Hmm. Let in them the lead leaders. themselves. It doesn't work like hmm. that. Hmm. Now don't care who is telling you. You can't change the order of scripture. So you, must either, be leadership. If you want to be leaderless. The Bible says when Israel had no king, hmm. everyone did. everyone did was right in it. What was right? What was right in their own eyes? Not in the eyes of God. That's in their own eyes. And you go and check that season. It was a chaotic season in Israel. Hmm. So okay. this is what is happening in church today, yeah. where people say, "By the way, I don't need church. Exactly. I don't need to be. I don't want to be under anyone now. Exactly. I can do it myself. God can talk to me." That's okay. Of course, God can. He can. But will he? <laughs> no, the difference between can and will. Yes. Totally different story. Mm-hmm. So, what were civil laws for? And we've just touched highlights of them. They are much more. In fact, the entire operation of life covered this. There are things we haven't even brought into this list that are still covered. Civil laws were also what was used to settle disputes. Mm. Between individuals. Yes. God would say, this is what we need to do. This is what we don't need to do. Mm-hmm. That was the power of civil law. And that's what brought stability. But the most important thing was this. All civil law was anchored in moral law. Oh, yes. That's powerful. All that civil powerful. law was anchored in moral law. Today, every nation on earth mm. has their own version of civil law. Mm-hmm. That's what we call the constitution. Exactly. Our constitution, our constitution, the question should never be, do you have a constitution or not? The question is, it's anchored on what? Mm. Is your constitution anchored on, on moral, moral law? So, most of the people will tell you, yes. no, 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 no. Here, this is the will of the people for the people Thank by you. the people. It has nothing to do with God. Not that kind of society, exactly. one day they'll call on God. And that is why now, on the LGBTQ world, <laughs> we now want to anchor human law. We want to codify it. Exactly. We want to codify it because we have our own constitution not anchored in moral law. It's as simple as that. That was the problem. So today, that's why there are debates. When we talk about economy, you're going to give me the economy anchored on the civil law you're coming from. Yes. I'm going to give you economy anchored on kingdom law. The question is which one is going to produce in the land? That's the question we are asking now. Yes. And of course, as we continue with our conversations, we are still on this place where we are saying that God has already spoken. And the first thing we needed to do is to make sure we look at these laws and say, can we separate so that we don't have debates as we yes. go on? Because in the season we are in, when God says, I've given you power to create wealth, if you don't understand the law, you'll get stuck in the yes. debates. And I hope by now, yes. when it comes to moral, ceremonial, and civil, civil we have broken clear. your debates, that you don't have debates on this. Yes. Before we finish this conversation, let's
let's talk about our books. Yes. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> like we said, this has been a work in progress. It's oh, yes. been a journey to get here, finally. And Masking Mammon is here. Yes. I think for me, if I didn't write any other book, and masking mammon. It's my ultimate. Because that's where yes. your calling is. That's where everything is. Everything God has journeyed us. Every process we have experienced. Yes. Everywhere we have proven God. Mm. We found mammon to be involved. It is the core structure. If we can deal with mammon, kingdom economy is unstoppable. And I remember a prophetic word that you received. Yes. That we are going to break people out of Babylon, the bondage of Babylon yes. that is holding them in the economic model of Babylon exactly. that is causing them not to grow. Yes. The kingdom is not advancing. Yep. So the church is losing in all ways. Because Absolutely. when it comes to economy, yes. the church now changed their prayers and their messages from the kingdom of God and Absolutely. what God wants into money. We want money. We are praying for money. Give me money. Give. That's the only thing we talk in That's church. It. And that is where when the world looks at us, yes. they always wonder, okay, listen, <laughs> the only thing you guys talk about is money. No. Why? <laughs> and that's why I have my famous statement. Yeah. People who talk a lot about money have none. Mm. People mm. who have money don't talk about it. Yeah. They just use it. So that's why I'm masking mammon. Yes. And again, this is where we say, listen, Jesus said in Matthew 6, 24, 25, that you cannot serve two masters. You yeah. cannot serve God or mammon. I yeah. mean, at the same time, yes. you cannot serve two gods. Yes. So he says you either serve God or mammon. Yeah. Now, the problem is where that if you go and investigate the church, they are serving mammon, but they are praising uh, him in the name of God. Exactly. They speak of mammon, but they do it in the name of God. Yes. They worship mammon, but they do it in the name of God. And this is the time of separation, where we are saying it's safe for you to stand up and be counted. Who is your master? Is God your master or, or mammon? mammon. Yeah. In the book, we track the original mammon, right yes. from the garden. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All the way to how it affects life, economies, operations, and where we are. And how it is possible to live in spite of mammon. Oh, and yes. function at the highest level of economy and functionality. And that's also the reason why we have the couples. Two yes. as one couples. We have a book, Marriage as God Intended. Yep. Because today we talk about divorce. But when you talk about divorce, most marriages who come to church and they are prayed for. And they are told, may God bless you. May you be blessed going in and going out. And within a year, two years, ten years divorce happens. Same Why? Because of money. And Same thing. Yes, let me encourage somebody there. One thing we normally tell couples when they come for our conversation, we say, listen, even if you are to rewind the clock, you'll make the same mistakes. Yes. Even if we took you back to five years ago, we'll end make. up here. Yes. Why? Because all of us, when we first encounter marriage, we encounter marriage from a fallen state. Mm. Mm. We, we encounter something that we call marriage, marriage B. Marriage B, yes. Marriage B is every marriage. Civil, ceremonial, traditional, cultural, it doesn't Legal. matter. Yeah. They are all marriage B. And because marriage was not designed to work in any of those parameters, it is doomed to fail. Or you're hanging on by your nails. Mm. Because you're trying too hard to make something work in a way it can never work. So what are we saying? Two yeah. as one couples is where we're giving you the design of what did God intend. How Simple. did he intend two peoples from two different backgrounds to come together yes. and live happily? Yeah. Everything God says, <laughs> yes. in, the, in the words of the late Miles Monroe, had a purpose. Where a purpose is known. Everything is perfect. When yes. purpose is unknown, mm. abuse is inevitable. Mm. So abuse in marriage is lack of the knowledge of the purpose of marriage, not the craziness of your spouse. Mm. 
Your spouse is not the problem. Yes. Both of you are ignorant of what marriage is about. And here we are talking about marriage A. Marriage as God intended. Yes. And we are giving you principles of how to walk back to the marriage where God intended. Even no matter where your marriage doesn't is. Matter. If both of you are committed, you can walk back to where marriage, God, how God intended your marriage to be. Yes. And marriage is supposed to be a happy thing. Uh, listen. <laughs> As far as God is concerned, yes. other than eternity, that's the only other thing that is forever. Mm. Yes. <laughs> and man shall until death do Listen, us bring up your children in the way they will. Go. They go. <laughs> the thing that has no change is called it's marriage. Called that means marriage. it has a dimension in God that carries everlasting and eternity tied to it. We have the Amalekite spirit. That's another book discerning the Amalekite spirit in your life. Yes. Because this is a spirit that comes to you unprovoked. This is a <laughs> spirit that targets you the minute you choose to follow the word of God. When you desire, when you cry out, you hunger and thirst after God. That is a spirit that why, what is this spirit coming to do? Yes. To pull you down into the valley where you don't even know left or right. And the primary <laughs> attack of the Amalekite spirit is the voice of God. Mm -hmm. Any carrier of the voice of God if you're a minister, it's a good book to read. You yeah. now discover how the Amalekite starts to shut, tries to shut you down. Mm. And if you are one who is supposed to follow a voice, you'll discover how the Amalekite wants to make sure you have no access to one who carries the word. Time to read. Those are books on Amazon. Log on to Amazon yeah. and Google, search. And we'll put the links Charles in the video Opio also. or yeah. Susan Opio. Yes, if you don't forget the links, <laughs> just search Charles Opio. Yes. Or search Susan Opio. And the books will pop up. That's Kingdom Conversations, and this is where we say, keep tracking. Thank you for watching this episode of the Kingdom Conversations. The big question remains, what have you heard? And what are you going to do about it? Keep tracking with us, like, and follow us on our social media handles, the Cyrus community on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can send in your questions through Facebook or use the email on your screen. And as Micah 4.4 says, May you be found seated under your vine and under your fig tree. Until our next episode, keep it kingdom, keep it pure.